So in another life, I used to work on private radio, and I used to run a talk station, and I used to do a breakfast show with Jenny Marcroft, and I used to work with the IRN news team under a fellow by the name of Ed Taylor. Early 90s. I uh, distinctly remember the day when a teenager by the name of Greg Boyd walked into the newsroom for the very first time. He'd done a bit of radio in Tauranga. I think he'd been at the MBR, and he had um, he graduated to the big newsroom. And he walked in. He made, a, he made an impression. He was tall. He was skinny. His hair was just so, very swish. He had this big Roger Ramjet chin. His face was never in proportion with the rest of his body until later in his life. And then he opened up his mouth, and this big ballsy voice came out of this teenager. And it was quite, it was quite surprising. And you know what? Um, Greg knew he had a good voice. And it was a source of entertainment to go and watch Greg reading the news. We'd actually go, a couple of us would actually go and look through the, the double window. And we'd watch his body and his mouth contort as he got the best sound ever. He was one of those readers who'd like to smile when he was reading, even if he was sad. He forced the smile. It was very entertaining. But you see, right from the start, from the very first day in the IRN newsroom, we all knew that Greg was ambitious, we knew that Greg was talented, and we knew that Greg was a nice guy, and that Greg was relatively humble. He knew he was all that and a bit more, but he was good with it. He was a true broadcaster. He was a journalist, a presenter, a producer. He could do everything, and he could do it well. He was no one-trick pony. And he was funny and caring towards his co-workers. You'll hear from all of them, and if you look on Twitter at the moment, they'll all say... He was not a superstar who looked down on the people he worked with. And like anyone who strives for high standards, he could be terribly disappointed if he didn't reach them. If Greg Boyd had one weakness, it was perhaps that he cared too much at times. And sometimes he hid his disappointment in a swagger that some people misread. So it's a terrible day for many in this business and at this radio station. He was working here just a few weeks ago. Um, and I think a reminder to always be kind to yourself first. Now, meanwhile, in other poignant news, I was very moved by the repatriation yesterday of the remains of the 27 New Zealand Army soldiers and one child who had been buried in Malaysia and Singapore. The whole thing is called Te Auraki, or The Return. And as I commented yesterday afternoon, the pictures on the news will be affecting, and you know what they were. Do you see them? 28 coffins, including that, that little tiny white one. Over 160 pallbearers uh, drawn from defence personnel. There were the hackers. There was a solemnity. There was the emotion of the relatives finally reunited with lost ones after, you know, 50 years in some cases. This morning in the paper, I did actually spy a notice in the memorial services column for one of the repatriated. Sergeant Isaac King. Now, Isaac, uh, it says, will be celebrated at the Papakura RSA this Friday at 11am and then put into the Papakura Cemetery in the RSA section. Now, Isaac's daughter went to school with my partner many, many years ago, over 40 years ago. And Isaac's wife was on the telly last night and it gave Helen a bit of a jolt. And she went, I know these guys. Oh, she remembers growing up with the King kids 
and she remembers the big hole that Isaac left behind in his family. And she also remembered the absence of his body, how that hung over the whole household. Now, today, or this week anyway, Isaac's daughter has just finished a battle against a health issue. And she's been brave and she's done well. And Helen knows all about that. So when you combine that this week with the return of her dad at this time, it is an incredible event of closure and must be incredibly emotional for Isaac King's family. Now, it needed a change of government policy for Te Auraki to happen, and what a good change that was. It was not cheap. It has been hard. But it is a kind thing to do. And in the wake of today's events, I think kindness is something we all need to strive for.